0: Hey lovelies, this is Constance DeGroat of First Generation Healers. I created this podcast to empower the healer within you. We get lost in the idea that self-help is about seeking help from others to help mold us into who we want to be, to empower us, when we have to realize that the true person and master and teacher is within us to meet. Today we'll be talking about working with deities. So let's real quick go over what a deity is. A deity is a god or goddess, a divine character or nature, especially that of a supreme being. Divinity. So this comes from dictionary.com. You may be wondering, how do I know which one to work with? There's many ways to figure this out. Use the different elements as part of it for me is searching and seeing what works for you. You can even have your very own oracle deck that has all gods and goddesses in it and decide by your energy of which one you pick who you will work with. My favorite method of figuring out who my deity is to work with currently is to allow them to come to me to ask, sitting quietly in meditation, who I should work with. And I focus on what do I need right now If you want to, if you're more of a research person, which you can research the Google within you by just asking yourself who you need to work with, and you'll get hints. Even if it's not a name that you get, you'll get images, and you can look those up and see what god or goddess is represented by that. So ask yourself, what do I need? Do I need more self-love? Self-love is Aphrodite. Do I feel the need to speak up more and stand up for myself? Well, that would be the Morgan. Do I want to feel at home or possibly want to feel more creative, to feel safe, to step into my creativity? That would be Brigid. So you want to feel more grounded, in touch with nature. That's Gaia. If you feel misunderstood, all the dark gods are great to work with for this. Let's say you have rage. Pele is a great goddess to work with to work through your rage and to understand the messages behind it, the power that you can utilize. Once you know which goddess or god you want to work with, it is very important that you learn about them. There are many ways to learn about a god or goddess. Let's say that your goddess is really into fire like Brigid. You can work with a candle and see into it things that are happening. Let's say that your goddess is Aphrodite. You might want to work with water whether it's your trance with water or a shower, and just starting to just adore and love your body using essential oils or something like that. It's really important to make your desire known as to why you want to work with them, what you're working towards, your ultimate goal. You want to know what that is. And then you're going to make an offering. There are two reasons I give offerings I'm sure there's many more that people have. I give an offering when I'm asking for something, and I give an offering when I'm giving thanks for when I start to see the manifestation of what I want to create. I used to believe I had to create this altar that had statues on it, that had paintings, just exquisite things. Like maybe if I was working with um, the white calf woman, Maybe I needed to have, like, a pipe or something. Like, just really extravagant things, and you don't need that. You can even have an altar outside if you have toddlers, kids that might mess with it, a dog. And you can use things that will just, you know, nature will destroy it. Or you just pour onto the grass, like, if you're going to use wine, beer as your thing, like, for Sekhmet, those are perfect Or if you're going to work with the Morgan, coffee is perfect. You just pour it outside or you let it sit. It's up to you what feels right for you. And then you dispose of it when you're ready. You just give it some time to sit out there. It's whenever you're ready to dispose of it. It doesn't have to have a certain amount of time that it sits out there. It's just something that you're giving. You don't even have to give a physical item. It could be your energy towards doing something whether it's singing a song for them, or if you're going to say a prayer with lighting a candle, which I love to do for a Bridget, such as for Bridget, I might light an orange candle. That's what I like to do because she is very sacral creativity, energy. If you want that creative energy, she's great for poets. Just anything with creativity, having to be inventive, so for Bridget, I would do something where I say an empowering prayer that has to do with what I desire and believing solely that it is on its way and it is happening now. That is something I learned from my coach from Celtic, is that it's best to give prayers that aren't in the energy of, I don't have what I want right now, in a wanting nature, but in an energy that is charged with knowing and believing that it is on its way and is already yours. It is yours for the taking. Here's an example. Goddess Bridget, thank you daily for lighting my inner flame of desire and making known what I truly want and need so that I can create through you, through your creative flame. Thank you, Bridget, for in the times when I feel defeated and I can't move forward, you tend to my flame And keep me lit up and ready to proceed through life, taking what is mine. You keep the fire lit within me. And with that passion, I create effortlessly what I desire. That is just one example. Try to make something empowering. You don't have to use that one. I just made that up on the fly right now. I have a lot better ones I've created, honestly. But come from the heart, come from the soul. Let's say you're working with Freya. Your offering can be to the Humane Society, somewhere with cats. Maybe you can foster a cat. That's just an idea of something you can do. You don't have to do that. Being open to open communication with whoever you're working with through trance is really helpful. Like if you're feeling powerless, you can ask the Morgan for some advice on your current situation. If you're feeling like you can't love yourself, then turn yourself to Aphrodite ask her questions. Another way you can discover that a deity is meant to work with you is they will come to you and they will ask you to work with them. Sometimes they make an offering to you and when you are working with them, be open to them, not just being who they are in the stories that you've read, the mythology. Like I've worked with Hera before and I asked her about stories that are said about her and she told me that I should learn about her through her rather than through all the stories that other people tell. Hera is amazing to work with if you are a mother and you are struggling with it. If you're feeling like a black sheep an outcast, an amazing goddess to work with is Lilith. Before Eve, there was Lilith, and she stood up to Adam. She would not give in to him during sex. And when he tried to force her, she walked away from Eden. She is a misunderstood goddess because she would not conform to what was going on she was demonized just like medusa medusa is great to work with too she reminds us of all the chatter in our minds that we allow to take over because the snakes represent our mind going in every other which way you don't have to believe that these gods or goddesses really existed at the same time separate beings Some people believe that all the goddesses represent an aspect of one goddess or gods. There's so many different beliefs about how this works. You can also just work on learning about mythology. Mythology has so much to teach us about our psyche, our shadows, all the parts of us that we try to deny and suppress, the things that we don't want to deal with. Like the story of Hades and Persephone reminds us of the cycles of life that we must go through. Without a physical death, death is still a part of life, and it is all what's happening, whether we go through spring, summer, fall, and winter, or we reap our harvest and we're now looking for the next, the next thing to work on, or we find we've hit rock bottom, and we're looking for learning the lessons. Diving deep within, getting ready to plant the new seeds, and to watch everything grow around us with our efforts. Change is a predictable part of life that we want to avoid. If you feel like it's really difficult for you to give and receive, working with a deity is a great way to start. And acknowledge anything you ask for, you better be ready to use it when it arrives. That is the ultimate thanks. So for the longest time, I couldn't get Aphrodite to show up for me, and honestly, the first goddess that came up for me was Hathor. I was in a trance class, and she wanted to dance with me when I asked for what I needed, and it became apparent to me that dance is a huge part of my expression, and especially a great way for me to get out any energy that is pent up. Goddess Aphrodite finally came to me in my second time taking a trans class, and I was also one of the tutors. So within that class, I found myself at the ocean, and I saw Aphrodite in the water, and she had a dove spring out from her heart. I didn't know much about her yet. But that was a powerful symbol because the dove does have to do with Aphrodite. She invited me into the waters. And she didn't look anything like what I pictured. She came up to me as more of an older woman with dark hair. And she was very motherly. You know how you can have someone holding you in the water while you lean back? She was doing that. And she was letting me know that all my stories about what beauty was could be released because they're not mine. To identify them as not mine. And what she wanted me to teach people about, as you'll see there's a podcast on it, is about the cycles of the period and living, cyclical living, which is interesting when you think of her relationship with Persephone in the stories, but oftentimes the stories are distorted depending on what time frame you are telling the story from. During the early times, goddesses like Aphrodite or Athena or Hera were self-made, But when patriarchy came, their stories were distorted. Aphrodite came from the phallus thrown in the ocean of her father. Athena emerged from the head of Zeus. We cannot overlook that Lilith was made equal to Adam. This is where Eve and Lilith's story is different. Because look at Eve. She comes from Adam, from man. It's really important for you to take the time to understand each goddess, especially looking at Medusa. Medusa, I know, is a Gorgon. There's many different ideas about Medusa. She actually comes from Africa, and I'll be going over this more in my group, the Empowered Empath Group. You can find that over on Facebook. So going into Medusa, Medusa, she was raped by Poseidon, and after that happened, She was punished for it. She was punished by Athena, another woman. This story has been altered in so many ways over time. I can't help but think that this is the justification that if you are raped, do not speak up because you will be punished. Myths change with time, but it's important to understand them and to understand where our society comes from, from them. Through them, we take deep dives into our psyche. There's even... A goddess named Psyche. And Psyche means soul. If you would like to know more about deities, then I suggest that you go to my page, The First Generation Healers. Or you can also join my group or and The Empowered Empath Group on Facebook. And leave your questions for me there. In the show notes, you will find I also have a link for you to check out a few different meditations you can try One with a dark being and one with a light being. Do not fear the gods or goddesses that have to do with the dark. Their stories are often told wrong, just like any human being that we misperceive. For what do we find in our fears? That we find our strength. And when you look at any movie or book, we hate the villain so much. But it is the villain the bad things, the bad people that cause character growth? We can't deny that darkness creates and builds character. The Morgan is an amazing, powerful force to work with to understand any of your myths around power. Mythology taught human beings why things happened, why it rained, why there was natural disasters, and they held themselves accountable for all of those things because they didn't have science yet, not as advanced as it is now. The question I pose for you is in working with any god or goddess you choose, like Aphrodite, is to discover what are your myths around love. What were you taught as a child that love is? How are you choosing to allow that to define your relationships now? What are your myths around attraction, around what is beautiful? What is beautiful to society versus what it is for you to explore what you believe beauty is. We search and search online or listening to any coach or maybe listen to a podcast like this one for what self-love is. But I'd love for you to ask yourself, what does it look like for you? Self-love shouldn't feel like you're doing a lot of work to feel good and then you just feel drained after. If you feel that way, you need to reassess what your self-love and your self-care is. Are you holding on to any stories of, I can love myself when, I can give myself this when, is it and then and then and then, I can have my love later? Explore your mythology and see what you find, unlock your power, and remember when everything seems bad around you, what was left in Pandora's box, it was hope. Share this podcast with whoever will benefit from it, and don't forget to subscribe for more goodies.